Hi, and welcome back to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. So today we're going to be talking about uh, just toxin-free living and some of those misconceptions that can be out there. And we're going to break them down with our guest that we have, Noelle. Um, but first, before we start talking to Noelle, uh, Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? I have some fresh squeezed lemonade um, and that from Panera. I had lunch with my mom today, so that is what I have in my glass. How about you, Dr. Jess? What is in your glass? Uh, well, I'm working on my water so far. I'm not doing a very good job and it's after lunch when we're recording this. So I'm, I've got my work cut out for me to finish a little <laughs> bit more water today. Um, and so today with us, we've got Noelle uh, Tally. Is that how I say the last name? Tally? Um, yes, so ma'am. Noelle, tell us one first, what's in your glass and then a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I have two. I've got uh, organic Americano with lavender, which is Ooh. so good. And lavender then I have- fantastic. A huge water with, um, I always put trace minerals in my water and a little bit of lemon. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And what kind of trace minerals do you put in there? It, I think the name of the company is Trace Minerals and they have like drops that you can get that have just electrolytes and I just shake it into my water and I put it in all my kids' water. Yeah. Adds that extra little electrolyte boost. Absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Obviously, like if we have somebody on the podcast, it's because we're very interested in their knowledge base and what they have to share. And we love sharing that with our listeners. So Noelle, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So I am a wife and a mama. I've got four kids. We homeschool. Uh, we live out on a homestead. So we are farmers. <laughs> like my <That's> dream. Awesome. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're kind of new to, to homesteading. So we did that about three years ago. We left the city and we bought some land out in the country and just kind of decided to slow it down and have a simpler way of life. So we have 16 cows and over 30 chickens. I just got some baby chicks in the mail today. <laughs> I love I, that. I had no idea you could mail baby chickens, but apparently you can. And so we have some some new babies that just got uh, delivered. But yeah, so we're living the homesteading life. And I'm the owner and founder of Noel's Naturals brand of products. And really that kind of just started out of a need in my own home and family as I was a new mama looking for clean products for my baby. And it really started, I was breastfeeding and I was putting on deodorant and I'm thinking, gosh, his head is like right here next to my breast and that, you know, toxic stuff that I'm putting on is right by him. And so I kind of started looking for a natural deodorant and couldn't find one that worked or the ones that did work were just really expensive or hard to get. There's a, you know, there's a lot of companies that have like a, a model where you have to find a rep and order from them in order to get it. And I'm like, I just want to go to the store and buy something that works. And I couldn't find that. So I decided to make one at home and um, just kind of started making products here and there. I do have a background in um, skincare and, and cosmetology. And so I had sort of started dabbling in things like that. And one product led to another and I threw them up on Etsy and people liked it. And then it became like a really big thing. And what was supposed to just be like a little side hustle kind of turned into a much, much bigger thing, which we can talk about a little bit more later. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how when you have such a strong passion for something, it very quickly can go from just something that little to being able to spread the knowledge and share with others into much bigger. 
Yes, absolutely. And that's kind of how just like my journey into health has started. I feel like it's that way for so many of us. It starts with one problem that you have in your life. For me, it was fertility issues. You know, we were struggling with having babies and keeping babies and my health was not in a good place before I had my first son and started working with a naturopath who after working with tons and tons of doctors and the traditional medical field who ran every test under the sun still couldn't give me answers. And, and they kind of just left me on my own. And when I started working with a naturopath, she, the first thing she asked was, well, let's look at your diet. Nobody had ever asked me that question before. No one had ever said what you putting in your body, (laughs) which seems now to be such a basic and normal baseline question to ask, but I had never been asked that. And so she got me on real foods. She um, helped me start to eliminate toxins from my life. And, and then I got pregnant with my son and then had three more healthy babies, never had another miscarriage again, and had no idea that the solution to that would be so simple. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, I think the biggest thing that when I think of whether, you know, whether we're eating or drinking, that's how we're putting the outside world in. And like that, somebody explained that to us on one of our episodes. And ever since they said that it's, that completely resonates with me. Like that is how we are choosing what is going to be inside of our body, which is directly what how our body functions, but how it's marketed with food or products that we put on our skin or whatever is like, it's benign. Like food is meant to be enjoyed and that's it. If it doesn't taste good, don't eat it. It's like, what? <laughs> what? That, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like food is how our body survives. So wouldn't we want to give it like clean fuel and fuel that's going to like serve different purposes. This is going to support your brain. This is going to support your lungs. This is going to support your bones, your heart, you know, like that's not, we don't learn that as we, as we grow up, we don't learn that in school when we take, you know, different, all the courses in school, nobody talks about this kind of stuff. So it's, it's so, it's such a huge misconception that, you know, it, it, it's just meant to be enjoyed and that tastes good. It's like, well, yeah, like you want to enjoy it, and it should help you in some way. It, it can do both. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. So in uh, Noel, and looking at, and we can look at food, we can look at products. I think this kind of, you know, a lot of us are trying to be healthier. We are trying to put and use better products. Um, and so we look for things that say natural or uh, no phthalates or no sulfates or no, you know, this and that, no parabens um is the big word what is greenwashing and like kind of the big things that we should look out for in both maybe not all our food and our and products that we use around our house we put on our skin Mm, yeah so there are so many companies out there who use like really cute marketing they put very simple fonts on their bottles and they use words like fig and leaf. And, you know, they have these names that make you think that they're natural. And they even use words like natural, which our company uses the word natural. And that really is not a word that's regulated at all. Um, There are, you know, organic is regulated um, to some degree, but even within organic, you can have a lot of um, variances, but it's, there's no, um, 
you would think that the FDA or, or some company, some organization would be overseeing that, but they're not. So you can really say anything. Um, so my sort of policy, just personally, when I started, so this journey started for me with what I was putting in my body. And we started with just anything that had five ingredients or less was good to go. And uh, anything with ingredients that you could pronounce that you knew what they were. So that really limited, I mean, it, limited is kind of an unfair word because there's so many, so many options, but it, it limited what I was eating to basically just real foods and very minimally processed foods. And that made things very simple for me. So then once I started to sort of go down that rabbit trail, okay, it's not just what I'm putting in my body, but also what I'm putting on my body. I used that same rule of thumb ingredients that I understood what they were that weren't some 15 letter long, strange synthetic ingredient that I have no idea what it is. And, and uh, there are misconceptions there too, because there's, you know, like methylcobalamin is, is just B12. And, and you could read that word and be like, oh, what is that? It's something bad for me. But, you know, you have to understand what the ingredients are. But really reading ingredients lists is very, very important. And um, you can find out if something is greenwashed very quickly by turning around that label and looking at that ingredients list. And when you start seeing things like... Um, you know, uh, phenox, phenex, phenoxyethanol, things like that, that is a hormone disruptor. And it's very easy. There are really great apps that you can use. Um, there's the skin deep, the EWG skin deep database. You can type in any ingredient and it will give you a rating on how toxic that ingredient is. Um, and so there may be things on there that you're like, Oh, is this bad? And you type it in and it's like, Oh, it's actually not bad at all. It's just a different name for a very basic ingredient. It's very easy to find the resources you need to see if things have been greenwashed. That's one of the things that we really try as a company is to be 100% transparent with our ingredients. You will not have to search to find it. I find so often I'm on Instagram and I'll see a product pop up and I'll look at it and I'll be like, okay, where are your ingredients? And I can't find them. You have all these beautiful merchandise pictures of their products in someone's hand or up by her face. And she's so beautiful and buy our product and the pictures are pretty, but where are you, where's your ingredients list? I can't find it. You have to scroll way down the page or go three pages into their website to find it. And so we put everything right out front where you can see it because we're not ashamed. We're not hiding anything. We're not embarrassed. Everything that is in our products is, is very easy to see. And you know, a lot of our products are edible. Like it's weird to say, cause I, I don't recommend eating our products, but you could, <laughs> you absolutely could. Everything is safe for it to go in your body, on your body. Um, you know, we would never sell anything that was unsafe or, or harmful for anybody. Um, that's, I so. think, I was going to say, I find, you know, companies that do want that are kind of very natural, non-toxin, they have all the really good organic, um, you know, healthy chemicals products. Cause I think a lot of things, times people hear the word chemical and they automatically think it's bad, but water is a chemical, you know, and water is not mm -hmm. bad. So, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times the companies that are willing to share that information outright and tell you what their fragrance fragrance is and where it's from, um, mm -hmm. are truly probably more legit, than mm -hmm. the ones that try to hide the ingredients. Because if you're hiding, trying to hide something or not make it so obvious, it's, you're doing it for a reason. Yes. And fragrance is one of those uh, 
sneaky ones that people mm-hmm. that companies will will hide things under is under fragrance. So we don't use any fragrance at all. We only use essential oils. That's the only aroma that we use. And we do have essential oil free products too, because not everybody wants that. And so um, yeah, you won't find anything sneaky hiding anywhere in any of those products. And you had mentioned like a like hormone dysregulator, right? So I think sometimes like we hear that term, but we don't necessarily know like what does that mean, right? Because like, I mean, aren't like hormones like, you know, aren't they just kind of circulating and doing whatever they do? And um, I think maybe a lot of times people don't quite understand exactly like the value that hormones bring on how our body functions in many, many, many different ways. Um, So can you like explain that a little bit further? Yeah. So the thing about hormone disruption is it has a cumulative effect in our body. So you, you know, you mentioned before people kind of think, oh, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. So, so I use this, you know, Bath and Body Works body spray. It's not a big deal. Or I'm using this fancy pants shampoo and conditioner or, you know, whatever it is, all these different products, sure, one by itself, one time is not going to cause you, you know, a whole lifetime of problems. But when you add these things on top of each other, and you've got all of your skincare products, I mean, I, I, I wish I could remember the number, there's some crazy number of like the average number of products a woman puts on her face per day. It's like 36 or something like that between your eyeliner and your, you know, lip balm and your lipstick and your bronzer and your highlighter, like all these things. Once you finish on your face, you're up to a ton of products. You've got your hair care products. You've got, you know, all of the things in your shower. Then you've got, you know, let's move to like household products. You've got your cleaners that you're using. You've got your foods, um, those are just the things you can control. We're not even talking about things you can't control, like pollution, like chemtrails. Sorry if that's a little unhinged. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that we're inhaling, whether we want to or not. Um, you know, you've got environmental factors and things like that. So um, all of those things do have a cumulative um, effect in the body that will disrupt your hormones. And when you've got people who are sicker than they've ever been. You've, I feel like I know more women having fertility issues now than I've ever seen before. More women having hormone cycle disruptions, um, you know, endometriosis, all of these issues. And no, you can't point it to any one prod product or thing that you put in on your skin or something that you put in your mouth. Um, but when you add all of those up together, you have kind of a real scary picture. So, you know, that's a lot of things that I just listed, but if you can just start with one thing to swap out, you know, each time you go to the store, when you run out of your current moisturizer, okay, I'm not going to buy that again because I'm going to try to do better, better next time. And so each time you're running out of a product, you're swapping it out for a new product. You don't have to go out in one day and throw everything out of your house and start new. But if you take it one step at a time, one product at a time, making those swaps, you can start to see these changes in your body and your health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's what Dr. Bobby and I talk about that a lot, that it's like it's small, sustainable steps. That's the only way that it's not going to feel overwhelming. And you'll actually start to understand what's going to work for you because you swap one thing out for a different product. That doesn't mean that product is really going to work for you. 
I mean, you might go through a couple of deodorants until you find the one that works for you. And a couple of shampoos. I think I went like find a the year one and a half for deodorant. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's a journey. Like you've got to hold that marathon pace, not a sprint pace. And that that's how, because I mean, anything in life like that, we're talking about something like this, like leading a more toxin free lifestyle is lifestyle change. And lifestyle change is how it's going to be sustainable, but you don't do lifestyle change overnight. It, it just, it doesn't work. So that's going to be like this quick, like gunshot and you can hold the pace for like a really short period. And then it's just too much. Like you can't keep it. And that's when it kind of goes into that yo-yo of like, I'm all in and then I fall off. And then when you fall off and then you start, you know, you know, just because of convenience and time and everything else. Then it's then that self-doubt comes in. Oh, like now I can't do it. I feel overwhelmed. And then you get down on yourself. And then it creates this like really cycle that's actually not very healthy for you mentally and emotionally. So here you are trying to do something positive for yourself. And then it ends up being this like you're beating yourself up that like, you know, I really want to do this toxin-free lifestyle, you know, but it's like I really need shampoo and I'm at the store and I'm out already. And I don't know what to choose and I'm overwhelmed and I just choose something. It, so it can easily turn into something that can be overwhelming. And I do think that's something that's important to, to point out and that it is, it's not going to be easy. I mean, I remember just changing my shampoo. Like, all, like sometimes my hair is so dry. I was like, gosh, I don't like this bottle of shampoo. <laughs> like... I mean, I know it's like better for me, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work for my hair type. <laughs> so I think it's especially just gonna happen. Yeah, and especially when it comes, as you were saying, to like beauty products, like you want performance too. You know, people, Yep. they want, they're not going to uh, settle for less, especially when they already know something. So it's finding that high performance, which they're out there. They really are. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you you may you may have to kiss a few frogs before you find it. And that's honestly, that's why I like the tagline for our company is all natural products that really work because there's so many that don't. And that is like a really big thing for me. I'm like, I'm not going to ever sell a product and be like, here you go. Here's an alternative, but it's terrible. Like, and that's what, that's honestly why we don't sell a shampoo because we tried, we tried to make a lot of different ones and, and uh, it just didn't work. But um, there are a lot of great companies out there that do have clean ones. But again, here, Here's where you have to have balance and you have to have grace for yourself. Not every single product has to be clean. If you have a shampoo that you love that comes from a salon, you know what? That's fine. Like it, sometimes you just got to have a good hair day and that's okay. You know, that's, that's fine. You just have to mitigate that with eliminating toxins in other places in your life where you can. And that's what we're kind of looking for is, is being able to get our body to a place where one off product is not going to throw your whole health journey. So I'm not going to lie. I mean, there are some, some things that I use that are not the cleanest, but that is definitely a very minimal part of my, um, of my routine. Most of the things in our home are clean. I will, you know, every now and then I'll use bleach, you know, sometimes you just really need to sanitize or disinfect things. And, and yeah, there's other ways to do that, but every now and then I will use it. So there is a bottle of bleach at my house, you know, and sometimes I eat Chick-fil-A. I just do because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to have grace. 
That's, I was going to say about grace too, um, important to have grace, especially as you're learning. Um, you know, I was had over at a family friend's house and we were talking about food and she had just found out that she thought this whole time she was buying local farm-raised salmon. And so she thought it was way better. And then she recently learned that farm-raised is not actually the best type of salmon. And so she felt terrible. She's like, I've been feeding my family this whole no, you know, so we were talking about you got to have grace as you learn, like you can't, um, if you're learning and trying, you can't beat yourself up for what you didn't know. Um, and I used to coach gymnastics and we always would say progress, not perfection. We're always looking mm -hmm. for progress, not looking for a perfect and you need moderation. You need that 80, 20 that Dr. Justin, and I always talk about, um, because as you said, we enjoy Chick-fil-A, we enjoy the dessert. She, there you go. The sticker right there on Jess's water bottle. Reminder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Noel, um, as far as like other like misconceptions, right? So we talked about some of the words that could be misconceptions and like flipping over the, uh, you know, flipping over the label. Um, I, I have heard that there's misconceptions when it comes to oils as well, like for the, um, like for doing scents and there's like different, um, different levels of aromatherapies with oils that even that can be a little bit hard to discern. Like, is this like, uh, an essential oil that is more processed or is this an essential oil that's cleaner? Um, have you kind of experienced that? I don't <laughs> like that. I've heard of like, there's been people that have like had, like told us like on these episodes where like even some of the essential oil companies will put out oils that are, not 100% clean, but like, you know, can be, say they're essential oils and nobody really knows, you know, um, with how that works. Because yeah. I know there's like big brands out there. There are. And it's uh, essential oils is such a sticky area because people are, I don't want to use the word cult, <laughs> but people oh, are very, very, it's a thing. It's a thing. And people are very, committed to their brand and very much like to demonize other brands. And so that's kind of a, a fiddly area. The other thing too, and we have, you know, we are kind of on this is that there has been some talk. I know there was a documentary that came out recently about essential oils and that even essential oils can have um, some hormonal disruptive properties, depending on which one and how much, and so that's something that we're kind of looking at and trying to understand um, and looking at the science of we're not fully on that bandwagon, obviously, because we're still using essential oils in our products. We still feel like they're clean and safe to use and in the amounts that we use. Um, and we do have some essential oil free products now in our product line because we do respect those who don't want to use those on their body. And so I understand that. And some people are just sensitive to smell just in general, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, we do. Um, there are a lot of like Chinese companies that will sell. It's a fragrance oil, especially on Amazon. Um, and they're sold under reputable names for companies. Um, they're fakes. And it's really hard to be able to tell the difference if you're just a regular consumer Usually you can smell them. And if they smell like way too good, right. that's a telltale sign. Um, I mean, a lot of regular essential oils do have a lot of, of aroma, but um, 
you know, that's, that's a tricky one. Sometimes you just got to kind of, like I said, you got to kiss some frogs and you got to have, uh, take a look. Honestly, looking at the reviews is a really, um, great way to know if you're looking at products that are fakes that are actually fragrance oils, because you will find people who are experienced with essential oils. They will go into that comment section, into the reviews, especially on Amazon. And they will be like, this is fake. Don't buy it. I know what this is supposed to smell like. This isn't it. So that's actually um, a good way to to kind of suss out if if you've got um, phonies out there. But yeah, it's a wild world out there. I mean, even when you're trying to just just get a, a safe product for your home and people are, are on that bandwagon, you know, making what you thought was a real a real deal thing. And it's um, being manufactured, you know, in an unsafe way, which is is tough. Mm hmm. I think a great example is, and I will, I love them. It's my, you know, you have that one thing that you really struggle to get rid of. And mine is candles and Bath and Body Works candles, which I know are absolutely terrible for you, but they're all advertised that they're made with essential oils. So it makes you feel like, well, maybe, but man, I haven't burned one in a long time, but I would definitely, you know, it makes you think, oh, this is a better product. It has essential oils in it. Yes. And a lot of companies will say that they will say made with essential oils. And yes, they are made with essential oils and fragrance oil. Mm -hmm. So they put them in there. They may put one drop of essential oil just so they can say it on the label. And then really most of the scent comes with, um, with those fragrance oils. The other thing too, that's a tell telltale sign is, um, there are a lot of, um, there are some like fruits and botanicals that do not, that will not be able to produce an essential oil. If you're finding a strawberry or a watermelon or a cucumber essential oil, I'm sorry, girlfriend, that is not real. <laughs> those, those, um, foods do not produce an essential oil. So, you know, that's, that's a good telltale sign as well. As much as I would love for there to be a wonderful strawberry uh, oil, it's, it's not a thing, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, that's a scent, not an oil. And I think mm -hmm. it's like it's it's just one of those areas where it's like Dr. Bobby was saying with the with the candles being made with essential oils. I've seen on a lot of packaging where they're using that term essential oil, just like they're using, you know, natural or, um, you know, I mean, organic. Like you said there is some regulation around that. Um, but, you know, like some of these terms, it's like you just look at it and you're like, I mean, good try, but like, and I know that's going to work for some people and that's, mm -hmm. and that's the bummer because it, it's, it's meant to confuse you. Like the marketing is meant to have you think that it's healthy and safe. And it's way harder to understand if it is than if it isn't, you know? And I think mm. that's where it's like such an uphill battle to really uh, know what you're putting in and on your body. It's, it's work. Like the amount of effort that it takes to do each product to make sure you feel comfortable with it. That's why this is a journey. It really is. Yes. And, and on that note, the organic note, I did want to specify that um, the regulation for the word organic is only applies to food. The word organic in skincare, there's no regulation for that. You can use the word organic on skincare without being certified organic. Now you do need to, your ingredients do need to be certified organic in order to say that they're organic, but your company does not have to be certified, which 
our company is not certified organic. We actually looked into it and it's very cost prohibitive and it's extremely difficult to get a, a certification, um, which to me is an encouragement. I know there's a lot of talk out there about how organic's probably not really organic. And I'm like, listen, on my end, when we looked into it, it was a very, very difficult process. And um, even as far as like our cleaning products and things like that, your entire operation has to be organic. You, you have to be using safe, you know, cleaning products. Everything that you have in your building has to be um, compliant. And so we just didn't, um, we weren't able to do it, not because we're not compliant. We are absolutely. In fact, we go above and beyond the standards of the the organic certifications, but the cost was just um, really prohibitive and, and difficult. But that does not apply to skincare. So that's something to keep in mind. If you do see something that says organic skincare, it, it may well be. Um, I'm hoping that most co companies are being honest and transparent, but they are not required to um, they're not being over overseen by any specific um, entity that, to say that they're organic. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So yeah. like when we talk about misconceptions, like, can you all see how hard this is? I mean, it's, it's like, it could be natural. It could be an essential oil. It could be organic. It could be who knows what. And you're like, huh? <laughs> like, and, yeah. and 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 the typeface and it might be nice clean lines and everything mm -hmm. you flip it over and you're like what i have no idea mm -hmm. what any of this stuff is it is overwhelming so i do think like using some of the uh i think you called it skin deep is that what you called it um skin the, deep yeah yeah uh and there's other um uh ways that you can look up products uh dr bobby and i have a few that that we use and so we'll tag that in the episode description so that you can use some of these to help you uh i will say for me personally like when i'm in the store i have kids with me normally so do i like <laughs> do i get this out and then look at it and really you know I don't. Um, I really do try and typically do this in advance and like kind of choose what my products are going to be where I can kind of focus a little bit more because I have a hard time in the moment in the store trying to figure it out and use this app. And, you know, there's noise and people and, you know, you know, the people staring at you because you're taking too long in the one spot. And you're just like, <laughs> lady, do you understand? I'm on a journey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle this right now. Right. <laughs> would you want to read this with me <laughs> like i will invite you in they don't want to be invited in i've tried um so like it's it there's going to be your flow with all of this my flow is going to be different than dr bobby's flow than noelle's flow than your flow right so it's kind of figuring that out it, it's going to be fun <laughs> um I know for me, the hardest part for me was really getting the skincare and hair care figured out. Like cleaning for me was easier for whatever reason. I just, I felt like that was like an easier process. Um, it was like skin and hair deodorant um, <laughs> that, that took a second to find what, um, what I liked and, and a lot of trial and error, uh, like food, because I like the garden was a little bit easier for me, but that's because I garden and I garden organically and I do a lot of whole, um, whole food meal prep. So that was kind of my easier thing where other people might be vice versa. Um, so Noel, what was like your hardest, like, like the one that you struggled with the most when you were like changing out products? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think there 
gosh, I hate to oversimplify this, but there are just so many good options out there now. Mm -hmm. You just have to be willing to dig. And that's part of my personality. I love researching and I love digging. And I'm like, kind of like on a mission to like find the thing and I will find it. (laughs) I will find the thing. And so to me, that's fun. To me, I enjoy the journey. To me, I don't think of it as like, oh, I have to find this new product or I have to figure out, you know, what's going to work for me. I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is a fun experience. I'm doing this for myself. This is self-care. And so I see it as this cool experience and this fun experience. The other thing I kind of get the benefit of is, it's funny, I joke, like you can see where I am in my life based on which products we're releasing. You know, like when I was having babies, we had all these postpartum products and like this, uh, you know, tallow diaper cream and things like that. And, you know, as it's gone now, I'm releasing like anti-aging things and like serums. (laughs) (laughs) hormonal things and and stuff like that. And so honestly, like that's really a huge part of where our product ideas come from is me being like, Hey, I need to swap this thing out. I need a new product. We're going to make one. And so that's where we, um, most of the things that we need have come out of a need in my life. And so I'm like, well, all the rest of y'all are going to be getting this because I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Bobby, what was your, like, where did you struggle the most? I feel like where I always struggled the most is growing up in a family that had, had still, um, they think I'm the weird one, has no, like, attention to, like, what's in products and what's in food and this and that is um, honest cleaning supplies, which I know Dr. Jess, you said is the opposite of you, but it's very hard when you're so used to Clorox wipes to clean everything and the harsh chemicals to clean everything. It's even though I know what, what is it like vinegar water solution? We still I have grew up on vinegar and water. So, right. So, so like, me, it's like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're used yeah. to it, but my brain like can't wrap its head around how that could clean and disinfect, you know, the same way all these chemicals can, um, especially here in the clinic, um, you have to use a little bit harsher chemicals. Um, so even though I know it's different, it's still in my head, like, oh, I don't think this is going to work as good. So I will be honest, that is still a journey. Um, the chemical and cleaning products that we use, um, that I am working on. Um, but I think that's just from being engraved in my head from such a young age as to what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we use a lot of colloidal silver and vinegar for, for sanitizing in our in our warehouse and uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot with silver. That's like, I mean, the more you learn about it, it's really cool. We use it like I treat patients with lymphedema, and so we'll we'll get sleeves that have the colloidal silver silver in the sleeves, just because of wearing a compression garment all day and getting sweaty, and you know, like infections can happen if if um if you're just prone to infections. So like even being able to get that into the garment, which is what kind of got me onto silver and then learning more about silver. I was like, huh, this is great. Mm -hmm. Like such good stuff. I mean, and vinegar, I mean, come on. It smells a little, does a great job. (laughs) My sister hates the smell. (laughs) I was going to say, yes. I I actually do. I do this thing where I will take a mason jar with vinegar and I will take orange peels and soak it in the vinegar for like two months and then I strain it out and it smells really good and that's what I mop my floors with 
Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, nice. it really yes. is like we we do mop in and the product we had, that we mop with does have vinegar in it. So we do it at the end of the day. And, and when, when we first started open the clinic, they were like, are you like, are you OK with how this smells? I was like, I think it smells clean. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but again, my brain has been trained that that's what clean smells like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. it's it's all of this is like learning curves and learning processes and we all have inherent biases and mm-hmm. I have inherent biases biases in other ways. And so it's we're all just coming to the table with a different experience and different struggles. And that's the whole point, right? All three of us had different struggles along us and we're all three still growing, all three still trying to figure it out. So the real answer is like, it's just constant growth is all it is, constant progress and imperfect. Uh, so isn't that, is that the best answer to give? <laughs> imperfect. <laughs> yeah. So Noelle, you to keep talking about products that you make. What are your mm-hmm. three favorite products that you of yours that you make? Oh my gosh. Okay. So little teaser. We have a brand new product that we're going to be launching probably next week. It's called Glow and it's an anti-aging facial serum. And it's literally my favorite product we've ever made ever. It's glorious. It's so good. I've never used a serum before, so I did not have any background, but we've been beta testing it and everybody's like, it's amazing. It's the best. It smells so good. And it's just really, I'm, I've been using it for probably a month and I'm already starting to notice like the little fine lines are starting to get smoother and, um, (laughs) 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 it's pretty great. We love it. And then we also have another facial product. It's, um, it's a tallow whip. It's an anti-aging facial tallow whip. And Mm -hmm. so it has beef fat in it and that beef fat, um, those natural lipids in it, that lipid profile most closely matches the human lipid profile way better than plant fats do. So it really penetrates. It really helps with that cell regeneration. It's super high naturally in vitamin E, a ton of antioxidants, and it's really, really, really great for fine lines and um, free radical damage and things like that naturally. So we take beef fat, we whip it up really, really fluffy, add all kinds of amazing things to it, botanicals and stuff like that. And it's just a really soft and smooth balm. And then um, our one of our first products that kind of um, put us on the map was elderberry. And it's still an old faithful for me. I love elderberry. We, my kids have elderberry syrup every day. I actually just recently, we, we don't sell this, but I recently started doing... Um, fermented garlic honey. And I add our elderberry kit to it. So it's like elderberry syrup and fermented garlic honey together. And it's really tasty. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some elderberry trees in my yard. It's very fun to like harvest and like make the syrup. It's it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's so funny. Every now and then someone will be like, oh, are you going to grow elderberry on your farm? And I'm like, we order elderberry by the metric ton. I can, I can only imagine because <laughs> our two trees, what we produce, I mean, and it'll be, I mean, we get a lot of elderberries, but I mean, it cooks, I mean, it really yes. cooks down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm yeah, not I don't selling. think I'm, I'm not ready to be an elderberry farmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, um, Noelle, we really appreciate you coming on. We love talking with people that are passionate about toxin-free living and living, living in life and, and providing options out there for people that can be safe and kind of like an easy one-stop shop. Like, Hey, you know, drop onto Noelle's page. We're going to link it in the episode description. And that way it's like, Hey, if you want to try this out, Here's some products that that might work well for you. Uh, Etsy is a great place to look. That's where I probably do more of my shopping for stuff is Etsy than like in a grocery store or you know places like that. It's usually gonna it's gonna be more of an online thing, more of a smaller distributor, just because I you typically can find people there that actually are like really value the products and it's not mm-hmm. you know sometimes they do get big and sell out and then end up with this this really big line that shows up in whole foods um but it might it that things might have changed at that point once the once the business gets bought out and it might not have you still don't know right <laughs> so i like keeping it small supporting small local businesses and um and i think that's where you can get some really really solid quality stuff so um So anyway, stay tuned. We've got all sorts of new information coming up and coming out there. And if you like this information, share it with somebody. Who knows, right? Like you might be that inspiration to help somebody else change. You might have that person that then becomes your accountability partner or whatever that might look like. Um, But this type of a journey does really do well with support. Uh, Dr. Bobby is a huge support for me and hopefully I'm support to her. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, But we're always bouncing stuff off of each other. Like, Hey, like I just found this and I'm loving it or I'm not loving it or whatever it might be. And um, I'm usually gonna be like, well, if you love it, send me a link. I'm going to buy it Um, because if you love it, I know I'm going to like it. Um, And so that way you start getting this community around you and then you're going to grow that much faster because now you have more brains coming to it all at once. So stay supported. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have fun.